All right, it is game day in Athens, Georgia. By the time you hear this, Mitchell Forty will be there. For right now, he is here in Columbia with me, uh, recording this, obviously, a couple days before kickoff. Missouri and Georgia, 6 p.m. ESPN in Athens. Uh, Georgia about a 17-point favorite. That feels right because the question really is, you know, I mean, I would set the over-under in this game if Georgia's a 17-point favorite at, like, 31. Because I I just – I have a hard time seeing Missouri reaching double figures. Same. I think that's the big thing uh, in this game and the reason that, you know, myself and probably most people who have followed Missouri are pretty pessimistic uh, about the Tigers' chances is they just don't know how they're going to be able to move the ball. Uh, A team that just scored 14 points against Vanderbilt with seven of those coming from an interception, they put the ball inside the five and uh, seven points against Kentucky now facing, I think it's the number four defense in the country. It's it's hard to envision a way that that Missouri is able to sustain drives and and put points on the board, especially with a potentially limited or non-participating Kelly Bryant. Yeah, I think it would do well. Let's address that first. Uh, Barry Odom said on Wednesday, like he was tracking toward where he thought he'd play. We obviously don't necessarily put any stock in that. Yeah. It is my guess, and nothing but a guess, as of Thursday afternoon, that Taylor Powell starts the game. Yeah. I think just talking to Kelly Bryant this week, he 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 sounded like someone who was like, "We'll see." I mean, usually you expect players, and we've we've come to expect players and coaches to be like, "Oh yeah, he'll be good to go." And even then, it's like, "Okay, we'll see." For him to say, "We'll see," it depends how I'm feeling. It depends what the doctors say. That makes you feel. And again, it's this is just an educated guess. It makes you feel like uh, there, there's a chance he might not be ready. And I I do think it's smart to not put him out, put him out there if he's limited. Yeah. If he can't, if he can't do what separates him and and run around and extend plays and carry the ball, I think you're probably better off giving Taylor Powell a shot. And I, I would go so far as to say, not even if he's limited, if he is not 100%, I don't play him this week. And here's why, because they could bring back Chase Daniel to play quarterback. And I'm not sure they win this game. Mm -hmm. So Putting Kelly Bryan out there in a game you're – and nobody will ever admit it. You know, you play every game to win and all that. But if playing Bryant jeopardize, hurts your chances to beat Florida, hurts your chances to beat Tennessee, or hurts your chances to get Ar- beat Arkansas, then it's not worth it. Yeah. Yeah, no, those are, those are games that are going to potentially decide who's coaching the team next year. I mean, yeah. um, they're obviously, you know, a chance to kind of salvage the season. Like you said, it just, it's just hard to imagine a situation, no matter who's a quarterback, where Missouri could win this game. So, you know, like you said, coaches would never admit it, but it almost makes some sense to sort of punt this one and, right. and turn the attention forward. And, and it, look, I hate the, well, I had this injury in here, but I think everybody's dealt with a hamstring problem before. Yeah. And it's one of those things where, even when you think it's okay, yeah. that first step where you try to go full speed, if it grabs again, like that sets you back another week. Right. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, I just first example that pops to mind in the Chiefs Viking game this past weekend that Adam Thielen, that receiver, mm-hmm. was like, you know, he was good to go. He started, he played like three plays and, yeah. and then his hamstring hurt again. Yeah. It's, it's a tricky injury and something that, you know, you can it only sometimes. Gets better by resting. Right. And sometimes you can play right after grabbing or uh, tweaking it like Bryant did. Uh, and then, uh, you know, as soon as you kind of stop and it, it tightens up, it's impossible to kind of get it loose again. So, I, yeah, I, it's not something to mess with. I still do question the uh, intelligence of playing him for seven series after he did that if he can't yeah. play two weeks later. But moving on, we spent way too much time on Brian. I mean, this game really is about Georgia. Mm-hmm. If Missouri's going to win, it's going to take a couple fluky things. Rashad Floyd's going to have to return a punt. They're going to have to score on defense 
George is going to have to turn it over four times yeah. or have 22 penalties. You know, something weird is going to have to happen for Missouri to win this game. And uh, it, it's going to take a letdown by Georgia. And Georgia is a team that if they have a letdown, they are out of the college football playoff. It's yeah. hard to see Georgia not being focused because even though they lead this series six or seven to one, Missouri has been oddly competitive with them. Sure, yeah. I mean, the past few I years. I think they, they have Georgia's attention. Yeah, yeah. Almost beat them in for a field, uh, what, three years ago. Put up some points, had an early lead in, in Athens last time they played there. And then last year, Missouri played pretty well, just turned the ball over a bunch and had a block punt return for a touchdown. I think this just comes down to, I think the only semi-realistic, and it's not even that realistic way that Missouri wins this, is if they get a bunch of, if, if their defense can can force some turnovers, which they've they've been able to do at times this season, granted with Kilgarrett, and, and can convert those into points, I think that's, you know, your, your one potential way to, to give yourself short fields and or points directly off of turnovers. Yeah, so, but look, all that said, this game is going to tell me something. Because I think we're going to know early in the second quarter what Missouri team we're seeing. Are we going to see a team that is finally hey, man, we're going to fight, and mm-hmm. we're going to show something here. Because if we don't, if we see a Georgia team that jumps out 21 nothing, and Missouri for the third week in a row looks interested in being anywhere but where it is, mm-hmm. if, I mean, three alarm fire, alarm bells going off that, hey, something is seriously wrong in this locker room. Yeah, that's been the biggest thing, both of these past two games, and really, I mean, all three road games, too. You'd like to see them just show up to a road game. That's going to be a big thing. So, yeah, like you said, we don't expect them to win, but it will be telling just their willingness to be there and yeah. their willingness to battle and kind of the intensity they Especially bring. Especially if it rains. I mean, if they don't bring their umbrellas and raincoats, they might get all sad. Like they did I mean, If it's a road game in the rain, you can pretty much just go ahead <laughs> so, and, and only, cancel that one. Only one other thing I'm really interested in this game. Are we going to wake up Sunday morning knowing if Albert O is on this team or not? And I don't mean that literally like yeah. he's going to be on the team. But, you know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, you would think – at a certain point, uh, they, the coaches have talked about it so much that that they would force him the ball. Um, I mean, especially can't, if can't, Taylor Powell starts, I tell right. him Albert's getting the ball ten times. Right. I mean, it's not like it can go a lot worse. You know, this past week, uh, the passing game was non-existent except for a screen pass. So yeah, I do think. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if Georgia doubles him because he's like the one player with a built-in, you know, natural advantage over single coverage, pretty much no matter who's covering him. But still, you just got to try to find some ways to get your best playmaker the ball. And, and here's the thing: like, yes, I do think other teams are doubling and tripling him. You know how hard it is to get Albert the ball? Run the You're in the shotgun. Mm-hmm. Run the play where literally Powell turns to him and he stands on the line of scrimmage and you throw him the ball and ask him to make one guy. I mean, the Chiefs do that with Travis Kelsey four times a game. Yeah. And yeah. You can get him the ball if you try hard enough. So I, I think we want to see that. Uh, I guess we'll finish this up with predictions. I, I think – I think Missouri does show some fight. Like, Georgia is not a team that blows a lot of people out. Right. So, I think you could have, like, a close game at halftime. But I think eventually Georgia can make plays against Missouri's defense and Missouri can't make any plays against Georgia's defense. I mean, I see this one ending somewhere like 31-10. Yeah, I think we're pretty much exactly on the same page. I wouldn't be surprised if Missouri keeps it close, keeps Georgia low, uh, you know, off the scoreboard for a little while. But I just think, yeah, eventually Georgia's got enough playmakers and their offensive line is so good that they're going to wear Missouri's defense down and someone's going to break a big play. I think I have Georgia 30-7. to All right, so uh, 6 p.m. ESPN, full coverage from Athens tonight. Thanks for listening.